This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Saturday, August 7th. This is episode 345. I'm Dan Ellis, and I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts, Mr. Ryan Duffy. Oh, you were mentioning me. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and Mr. Taylor Grin. Oh, man, I was wondering where you found another awesome co-host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you guys very much for joining me today. It's nice to see your lovely faces. Uh, our audience cannot see your lovely faces, but I can. So <sighs> it's so nice to chat with you, fellers. What's new? What has happened in your lives over the last week or so? Uh, whoever wants to go first. We didn't, we didn't specify an order beforehand. Well, nothing's really changed for me. Yeah. Uh, Besides trying to finally build a website oh. for woodworking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was showing you guys, well, and people that are friends with me on Facebook probably saw that I made myself some nice little wooden business cards, and I put in, I figure out how to make a QR code for the back of them. So now I got that little trick. So are those paper, or are they actually like thin wood? They're just really thin wood. So do they break easy? Is that a, is that a problem with those? Uh, it probably wouldn't go well in your wallet. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I figured it's something really neat to when I do make something for somebody to include them into the uh, item. So that they have a, a reminder or a way of contacting uh, you. Contacting or showing it. Okay. Like, hey, yeah. This guy made this for me. Here's this thing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So it's nice. There's um there's a security guy, Kevin Mitnick, um, who's like kind of a legend in hacker circles and his business card is like a metal um, like a little tiny metal business card mm -hmm. with a full lock pick set that can be oh. like <laughs> popped out of it. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's fancy. Uh, so what's new with you, Mr. Grin? Um, I started working a cybersecurity job this week. Um, it's been just a lot, like just drinking out of a fire hose for that. Um, obviously we're recording a day early. Um, I got like somebody, somebody decided to send the emails out at the last minute. So I've got a, um, like a special interest group, uh, picnic that I'm going to tomorrow, um, with Sandra out in Kansas city. Um, mm. so thanks for, thanks for rescheduling with me. It'll be fun. I normally don't actually get to hang out with these guys, so it'll be fun. Well, that sounds cool. Uh, yeah, fun, fun, fun. And the new job's going well. Just yeah, getting acclimated um, to stuff. Oh gosh, I guess I should mute my phone. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's good. We're kind of in one of those like hurry up and wait segments because we're still like learning the program that we're using to defend the network we're defending and still getting everything installed and whatnot. So it's a lot of like, okay, quick read this. All right, now I've read this. What do I do? Uh, go find more stuff to read, but. I mean, it's good. Like it's been, uh, I've been learning a lot and it's not like 
12 hour long night shifts in the middle of the desert. So I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's, that's a welcome change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to like learning more about the industry and, and kind of deep diving into that. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We have a new roof installed on the house, which is, which yeah. is nice. Uh, I have, not punctured any body parts with nails that are in the yard, though I did come close. I stepped squarely on a roofing nail the other day when I was out picking up dog poop. And, but luckily it didn't, it, it only, it only punctured my shoe a little bit, not my foot. So that was good. They didn't, they didn't get all the nails picked up. Well, I mean, they got 99.9% of them, I'm guessing, but they're like, I think I've found four in the yard since okay. they finished the roof. Dude, yeah, the, I, the company that did mine said if every nail you find, I every nail that you find in your yard after they leave, they would take twenty dollars from the workers. Oh, huh. well, that's so not they would literally they were going over my whole yard with magnets, just picking up every little piece of metal and debris mm-hmm. in my yard. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say we've got this like this old dude. I go for jogs in our local uh, city park, mm-hmm. and there's this old dude. Every time I'm out there, he's puttering around with like a metal detector. <laughs> And just like, just slowly sweeping over like a different, you know, 12 square foot section of grass every day. Mm. And like, I bet you money, you go to a park, find a guy like that and just pay him like 50 bucks and say, here you go, man. Like, have fun <laughs> that, that that problem will get fixed. Yeah. Well, oh, they, yeah. you know, they've got these big magnets that they walk around and kind of sweep around the yard with and. Mm-hmm. That that seems to have gotten most of them. It's just a few that, you know, I I didn't even see with my eyes necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was you know stepping on them or kicking them on. Oh yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, if you mow your own lawn, you know, or whoever it is that mows your lawn, like that person could get a nail thrown at them or something. So. Mm-hmm. Or your window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. Well, and now I've got a guy um, who's working. <laughs> on on my soffit fascia gutters and downspouts like he's been out here i think three times and has put in probably five maybe six hours of work so far and that was mainly just tearing the old gutters and downspouts off and the old fascia and soffit and like i never know what time he's going to arrive when he's oh. going to leave what day he's coming like, it's just been hit or miss it's kind of frustrating um and then the roofing company like they did a good dish job on the roof i'm i'm pretty overall pleased with with how things have gone but like i got a message from them yesterday saying hey the owner of the company and the the lead for the crew that worked on your roof are going to come out and you know inspect or go over some of the things that you and i talked about because i talked to their sales guy or customer service rep, right? Who's the guy who came out and gave me the quote that I work with directly, all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the job, he came out and once the job was completed, I got up on the roof and looked at everything myself and made notes of a few things, took some pictures of some stuff. And there's that flat roof section over our dining room in the back mm-hmm. where the material they use, they use TPO. It's, something polyolefin it's it's like a rubberized plastic sheeting stuff that they use for the roof and there's a couple ripples in it and i'm like i don't know mm-hmm. if that's going to be a big problem or not but you can see there are some waves and ripples in it 
and then the section of the roof that meets up with the walls of the house as they come down to meet the roof. When they tore off the old roof, I'm guessing some of that old roof was buried underneath the stucco on the exterior of the oh, home. Yeah. And so it broke some of that away and then they just left it exposed. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with how everything has gone, but like this here is like, that looks really bad. bad. Like, it, just, it looks <laughs> yeah. bad. And he's like, Oh no, we'll, we'll fix it up. You know, I'll have the guys come out here. We, we want to make sure that you're happy with everything. So I got a message from him yesterday saying the owner and the, the lead of the crew were going to come out and inspect everything. And I said, no, this was Thursday. Sorry. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. But I, you know, I've got a lot of meetings today, so I may not be able to go out and talk to them so they can do whatever. If they're here and I happen to be free, I'll step out and talk to them. But then they never showed. I never got a message. Didn't get a message yesterday. Still haven't gotten a message today. So I'm not entirely mm -hmm. sure what's going on there. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. We have a new roof and no gutters <laughs> and, <laughs> and no, no soffit in some sections of the house. Like the soffit oh. under that, under that flat roof is all torn out now. Like it's just bare exposed wood and access into, into, you know, beneath the roof itself and the ceiling in that room. So I hope no birds decide to build nests well, while that's we, going on. We don't have any rain forecasted anytime soon. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Should be okay. It's just, it's weird. Like I, I get, it, it would be honest, honestly, it would be fantastic to be like your own boss and be able to set your own hours and everything. But you would think then that you should communicate with your customers a little better about when you're going to be there so that they can manage their expectations and their schedule yeah. because mm -hmm. like right now I can't park the car or the truck in the driveway. And if he's not going to be here at all today, then that's like, I'm just taking up space on the road that somebody else could use, or I'm becoming an obstacle for somebody else. It's just, it's a little frustrating, but it's a minor complaint. First world problems, right? <laughs> Yeah, Dan, at least you got a fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's, uh, so Why don't I've, you send your roof to a kid in Africa, Dan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it's interesting. I saw <laughs> I saw a friend of ours, a mutual friend of, of mine and Ryan's, um, made a post earlier today because it's really smoky here in the valley in Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. and Well, all across Utah, really. Yeah. Um, from wildfires in Nevada, California, Oregon, Idaho, all over the place, some here in Utah, but the air quality here is terrible. Right. And I saw a mutual friend of ours uh, made a post and it was along the lines of, you know, people are bitching about the smoke here and they instead should be bitching about, you know, the fires that led to the smoke and the cities that have been destroyed and everything. And it's like, well, I get that argument, but you know, people who are complaining about the smoke, it's, it's an extension of that problem, right? It's, these fires are a problem and it's not just because of the fire, but the smoke also travels and causes other harms. And I don't know. It was just one of those things where it's like people are bitching about this instead of the actual problem. And it's like, well, we could trace that back even further, right? Like yeah. we're bitching about the smoke, which is caused by the fires and the fires are caused in large part due to climate change, which is caused by humans here on the planet fucking things up and, and leading to climate change. And yeah. humans are here because mm -hmm. of evolution or if you're, uh, well, if you're, if you're a religious person, it's because God created us here to fuck everything up. So 
Like, I guess you have to pick a starting point at which you're going to begin complaining. <laughs> right. I blame right. Johnny Appleseed for planting all those fucking trees. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> it's it's why I get angry at a lot of people who are further left than me, where they're like, oh, well, if you're angry about the the um, eviction notice or, or the eviction moratorium being canceled, like, you should really be angry at at landlords and be angry at like the capitalist system that causes us to have to rent. And it's like, all right, now hold on. Like this is a lot better than subsistence farming and living in a fucking mud hut. Mm -hmm. So like, let's, let's solve solvable problems and then work on the bigger ones. Like I don't, not all landlords are filthy, stinking rich Mm -hmm. there. There, there has never yet been a socialist revolution that has gone well for the people having the revolution. So how about we just create incremental change? It seems to work well and, uh, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I have seen a lot of people saying that these fires are not caused by climate change. It's the inability of our wild or our forest departments to take care of the forest. It's like, they haven't been raking enough. Yeah. yeah, It's like, but (laughs) They're really dry right now because of climate change, which is mm-hmm. causing the fires to be worse and more prevalent. So, and then it feeds yeah. into the cycle of yeah. getting hotter like, and drier. And yeah, like have we mismanaged our forests? Yes, that's part of the problem, but not the entire fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these are the, probably the same people who would say that you know you can't blame. Uh, every single death of somebody who had COVID on COVID itself, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, well, if they didn't have these comorbidities or these other problems, these other existing things that are exacerbating the problem when they get COVID, then they wouldn't have died. So you shouldn't blame it on COVID. Okay. I, uh, well, you know, pick, I, I, pick one. Yeah. I, I had a bitch slap a dude about a month ago. He's like, you notice nobody's died of the flu. It's like, actually, yes, they have. If you go here to the CDC website, you can see how many people died of the flu this year. Mm-hmm. It is far less than previous years because we've been fucking locked down because you fuckers won't get vaccinated or wear a fucking mask. Yeah. And the people who have gone out are in large part wearing masks, which reduces the viral spread of the flu as well as COVID. So yes. <laughs> really, you're kind of pointing to the fact that we're correct in wearing masks and isolating yeah. to stop the masks spread of disease. Work. We should probably wear masks during flu season from now on. Yeah. 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 Or, or the people that keep citing the worst year we've had in the last 20 years of flu where they're like, on average, 30,000 people die a year. It's like, no. In the last 20 years, that's the worst year we've had. On average, it's closer to like 10 or 12,000 a year, mm-hmm. not 600,000. Mm-hmm. What what riles me up is now some conservatives, including um, Marjorie Green, um, are trying to like rally conservatives to shoot people who are yes. going door to door advocating for um, uh, vaccination, which like is wild to me because that's literally what the Taliban does um, <laughs> is, is there are aid workers um, for like world health organization, doctors without borders, USAID, you know, that kind of thing mm-hmm. who go around on like vaccination drives for things mm-hmm. like polio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they get shot by Taliban uh, enforcers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they're uh, going door to door offering vaccine, free vaccinations to people. Mm hmm. I wonder if that plays more into that's how we kind of caught Bin Laden. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that is like, their. I'm like, not that's trusting their those kind of people. Yeah, and and it is like bad form of the CIA to use that as a cover 
for some of their guys allegedly um but like th- this is a step further for the conservatives in that regard they don't have uh CIA plants as a justification for violence uh, against healthcare workers they yeah. just have their own insanity yeah cuz didn't well she didn't directly say go out and shoot him. Didn't she say basically use your Second Amendment rights to uh, take care of the problem? She she obliquely referred to like basically castle doctrine. If they came to your door and they were on your land, mm-hmm. um, which you know, I mean, that's just that's it's that's bullshit. just some shit. Like those two people in uh, Missouri, um, that that lawyer husband and wife that who, just got part of McCloskey's. Yeah, 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 who are pointing their guns at, at protesters who were doing nothing to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Re- reading the comments on that, when people are like it was, they should have been pardoned. They didn't do anything wrong. Those people were coming onto their properties. Like, no, they were they were on the street. Yes, yeah. is it a private neighborhood? Yeah. But yeah. were they on their physical property? No, they were in the fucking street. No, they were fucking brandishing weapons. Yeah. Both of those motherfuckers had their mouse in the house, right? Uh, their their mm-hmm. finger in the trigger guard when it shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. And then the dipshit dude of the couple had his fucking gun on the wrong side. So if he had fired it, he would have been getting casings right in his man boobs. Like, was he left-handed? No, he was. It doesn't matter whether or not he was left-handed. He had the fucking casing, uh, uh, fucking expulsion the ejector, port. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, like, like facing his own chest, he was holding the gun wrong. It looks very clearly like he had never held that gun before. <laughs> and she had a little pea shooter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just ridiculous people doing ridiculous things and then getting away with it because another ridiculous person decided that he wanted to encourage people to continue doing ridiculous things. Because we as a society, so there's this thing um, that like I had to reckon with a lot. And of course I still do from time to time when I started like unspooling the racism that I was raised with. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the phenomenon of uh, the, the subtle racism of low expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, oh, we don't expect like like the subtle racism of of low expectations would be something like, well, we don't expect a black student's English scores to be all that good. Right. Um, So we're going to lower the standards. And it's like, now, hold on a minute. Right. Like that, that in and of itself betrays, you know, uh, uh, racism that you have about the individual that you're talking about. Right. And, And we've got something, something similar to that in society now where there is a a subtle lowering of standards with regards to conservatives. Like anytime liberals control uh, uh, Congress, the media says, oh, well, now they need to reach across the aisle and they need to to strive for unity and bipartisanship. And anytime that the Republicans own Congress, Nobody calls for bipartisanship. Nobody expects bipartisanship or unity. Mm-hmm. It's what are liberals going to do to try and like fight back some control for the conservatives? The standards are just totally skewed mm-hmm. that way. You know, if if a liberal um, senator has a sexual harassment scandal, you know, it's oh okay how how do we how do we quickly get this this dog pile going right? Whereas if a conservative uh, has has a sexual scandal, it's um, you know what are they going to parachute themselves into next? You know, there, there isn't even a presupposition that they'll actually have any consequences. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's just ridiculous. And it's frustrating that the conservatives are completely, you know, 
uh, untouchable in terms of consequences. It feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. But. I think that's a growing frustration among people on the left is that we can see all of these actual real world harms being caused by the right wing that never faces the consequences of it, legally speaking, and and often socially speaking. That yeah, mm-hmm. it it gets really frustrating because then when that same thing happens on the left, well, of course the right are complete hypocrites about it. So they're they're the ones you know chanting that this person needs to go and that they've done these harms and yeah, there it's it's the whole hypocritical thing of it that bothers me a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like. I think it's more than just hypocrisy. You know, there's there's a meme that goes around on the Internet that GOP stands for gaslight, obstruct and project. And like Republicans really are the party of projection. You know, I I was just listening to the behind the bastards uh, two parter on Josh Duggar of the like 17 and counting, whatever it is, the quiverful movement, folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like he had sexually assaulted. Um, his wife, siblings, cousins, uh, a babysitter, you know, a variety of people who are under underage. Right. So statutory rape. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like when he had his brief foray into politics, one of the things that he regularly would foot stomp on is, is trying to call leftist pedophiles. Right. Or trying to conflate things like um, drag queen uh, like library readings and mm-hmm. that kind of thing with pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And that's just projection, right? There's so much, so many of the, you know, far right pastors who rail against um, being gay uh, end up getting caught with male prostitutes. Mm-hmm. And it's just the, the amount of projection is ridiculous amongst these people mm-hmm. more than just bare hypocrisy. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, we have some uh, interesting news things to talk about on the other side of this little break. This is Shalise Blythe with the Satanic Temple and the National Director of the After School Satan Club. For more information on how you can start a club in your area, visit afterschoolsatan.com. You are listening to The Godless Revolution. I've got a good feature for you. No, you haven't. Rude. You haven't even heard it yet. No need. Crystals. Told you. The healing power. <laughs> They're bullshit. You're so narrow-minded. No. You don't believe in anything. Yes, I do. Thought you were atheist. Yeah, it doesn't mean I don't believe in anything, does it? It means I don't believe in any god. How can you not believe in god? Which one? What do you mean? Well, uh, Zeus. Who? Greek god. Or Ra or Ganesh. No, not those ones. The real one in the Bible. Yahweh. Just God. Well, you know how you don't believe in all those other gods I mentioned? That's how I don't believe in yours. How can you not believe that someone created all this, though? Why do you believe that someone created it all? Because it's so good. Can't just be chance, can it? What, the Big Bang? Everything came from nothing? That's impossible. You're right. God did it. Right. So, where did God come from? He's always been around. There you go. Easy, isn't it? Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. All right. Welcome back. Um, Today I'm going to be doing a a light update. You may remember, if you're a regular listener of the show, that a few months back I was talking about something called Project Blitz. 
and how Project Blitz is, uh, well, okay, so what Project Blitz is, is it's a, um, a like policy legislation agenda on behalf of the Congressional Prayer, Ca- Congressional Prayer Caucus, the State Legislative Prayer Caucuses, and, and several other like Dominionist groups, mm. um, which are basically just Christian nationalists with a different name. Um, old school Christian nationalists. Um, so Project Blitz, all oh, puppies. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'm surprised that one of my cats isn't screaming at me right now. Um, so basically, what Project Blitz was is it was something discovered by uh, Religion Dispatches and the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Uh, is those organizations put together model legislation and then deliver those to uh, state level legislature uh, legislators. Mm-hmm. And those legislators use those to make like anti-trans bills, anti-gay rights bills. Uh, uh, shit. What's the name of those? There, there's some bills that they do that basically like if the Supreme court ever bans gay marriage or ever pushes gay marriage back down to the States instead of uh, enforcing it, like and it, hang on. What did I just say? Gay marriage or abortion? It's honestly <laughs> both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm burnt out. Um, I'm really burnt out from having to study for this job a couple weeks ago. So my brain is not where it normally is. Um, That's why you don't study. Uh, no, I, I'm lucky I passed that test. Um, it's only because I studied like up until half an hour before I took it. I'm sorry. They've got legislation for things like gay marriage, uh, abortion, so that if the Supreme Court ever kicks those back down to the state level rather than the federal level, those states will have laws that immediately kick in mm-hmm. and ban those things outright uh, at their state level. So like if if the Supreme Court hears a Roe versus Wade thing and says, yeah, it's totally cool for the states to do that. Like we're going to go ahead and roll that back. Then like in Texas, for example, or Mississippi, immediately abortion is just gone. Right. Um, so anyway, Project Blitz went dark uh, after different media organizations leaked this uh, mock legislation and their policy and and all of their positions and propaganda that they advise lawmakers to use. Uh, they, they locked down their website and made it so that a lawmaker had to go to them and specifically request it. And they would verify that lawmaker's identity before giving them the documentation with the mock legislation and the policy advice. Uh, and you may remember from the earlier episode that I was asking if anybody could find a way to get a hold of that, um, you know, without me asking questions how you did so, uh, that I would really appreciate it. Well, somebody got a hold of that, uh, and it is now spreading around. Um, religiondispatches.org has a great article summarizing it. We'll put that in the show notes. Um, and I've gone through and I've read both of the documentations. So the Project Blitz playbook for 2019 to 2020 and 2020 to 2021. Um, Interestingly, the 2019 to 2020 playbook is nothing but stuff to do with the LGBT community. Um, It's a whole bunch of anti-gay marriage bills, um, bills trying to uh, enforce. uh, How do I want to phrase this? Bills trying to protect the Christian practice of conversion therapy which is just torturing gay kids Mm -hmm. um anti-trans bills trans bathroom bills that kind of thing like everything in the 2019 2020 playbook is 
anti-LGBT stuff. Mm -hmm. And then in the 2020-2021 playbook, they kind of went back to form. And while they also have anti-LGBTQ stuff, it's a lot of the Christian nationalist agenda again. And I'm going to go over the five categories that they have in this legislation. Um, Category one is bills and resolutions about God and country, uh, notably posting in God, we trust displays in public schools. Uh, these bills were intended to rally the two dozen state legislative prayer caucuses that the, uh, uh, congressional prayer caucus had organized with what they viewed as being easy wins, Mm -hmm. because these are like either non-binding resolutions that try to like loud the Christian heritage of the country in their word or, you know, resolutions that say, yeah, like you don't have to lead a school prayer, but they have to have the national motto in God we trust in the schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Displayed they also prominently. Wanted to up- I was, okay. was just going to say like here in Utah, it has to be not just that it's displayed somewhere. It has to be displayed in a, <laughs> in an area of prominence and yeah. like mm-hmm. it has minimum standards as far as size goes and all that kind of bullshit. Like we Isn't don't want because you to somebody just... in like Arizona put it on like a post-it note or something like <laughs> yeah. that. pretty much like uh-huh. very fine text, at the bottom of the poster. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, uh, per the, the religion dispatches article, which is my primary source for this in addition to having read it, but their, their journalists did a really good job of summarizing the material. Um, so I'm going to plagiarize the hell out of them. Um, they also wanted uh, opponents uh, to get an ambush of negative publicity. Uh, they actually advise in the policy document, if any legislator opposes this, it will be helpful to get him or her on the record against this heritage and freedom. Uh, this is just what they did to Minnesota State Senator John Marty, a Democrat who was uh, cast as part of an anti-faith movement that seeks to oppress religion and wipe it out of government. Mm. Uh, category two comprises a proclamation that focuses on the country's Judeo-Christian heritage. Yeah. Uh, see the no. six episode miniseries that we did on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> category three limits access to reproductive health care and health care for LGBTQ people by allowing religious or conscious exemptions from the law. These bills don't directly deal with abortion. Uh, Seeding that area to the Americans United for Life, which is another special interest group that has served the main uh, served as the main bill mill for state anti-abortion legislation. Yeah. So they just know that somebody else on their team is going to pick up that ball and run with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, why be redundant? Why, you know? Yeah. Why? Why why expend more of our efforts on something that this other group is doing very well? Right. Yep. Um, one of the things they point out is that oppositions to measures in this category uh, will often be well organized and well financed. Uh, more care must be taken to avoid bringing the legislation to vote unless the vote can be won. A defeated measure can often hurt more than help and will just put allies uh, and leadership in a difficult position. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually the most interesting to me as I was reading through the Project Blitz playbooks uh, for those two years. They actually have like fairly, <laughs> fairly robust well-written and thorough counter arguments for um, like, like assholes, anti, (laughs) anti conversion therapy arguments. Right. So like they have rebuttals to liberal opposition to conversion therapy 
that they go into great detail on and show you how to use like language that doesn't look Christian nationalist, but instead like we're just looking out for the health of these children kind of arguments, um, all based on like discredited or poorly formed academic study. Um, One of the things that they, they, they directly acknowledge within their policy document um, and have apparently started to learn their lesson is that courts use academic um, literature as a basis for determining fact within the courtroom. And so they'll look at literature that says conversion therapy is torture uh, and use that as a good basis for banning conversion therapy. Well, they have started using like degree mill type colleges or unaccredited or pay for play academic journals Mm -hmm. to create uh, uh, studies that purport benefits for conversion therapy that are just, you know, the studies are poorly made, but it's a study. Well, yeah. Also so using kind of like, I, I oh. skimmed through the whole thing. I didn't, I didn't get too in depth with it, but I noticed they're a lot of times kind of showing how this is how you can legally get away with doing this. Like these, mm-hmm. like don't do it this way because that will just get thrown the fuck out. You got to take these steps to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. subvert the laws. It's, it's using the language of line of science and rationality to smuggle in all of these really terrible and harmful policies. Very much like the stuff from back during the like creationism to intelligent design mm-hmm. kind of transition. Yeah, just modifying their language to still promote the same discredited bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, okay, looks like I got ahead of myself. Category four offers talking points to counter anti-religious freedom legislation, um, which is just a breakdown of talk points. Uh, talking points previously included in other sections. Generally, they insist that there cannot be inherent civil rights regarding sexual orientation and gender identity because the terms are too vague and there's too much disagreement about the meeting, uh, meaning rather, which is just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, it also provides arguments against uh, against bans on conversion therapy and against repeal of uh, state versions of the religious freedom. Uh, what does RIFRA stand for? Religious Freedom Rights Act, I think. Restoration. Ah, there we go. Thank you. Sorry, I've called it Rifra for so long that I've forgotten what it goes for. Um, but when I see anti-religious freedom legislation, I basically see um, laws that make it so you have to follow the fucking law. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're against Which that. We you- need to. We need to do an episode or two, uh, probably leading into like the 2022 or 2024 election. That is like a in case of Trump pull ripcord episode, um, because I really do seriously think that like if we have if we have a bad presidential term, like let's look back and see like there's Nixon and Ford, right? Both Republicans. And then there was Jimmy Carter for four years. And then the hellscape that was Reagan and then Bush. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my concern is, is that like we beat Trump in 2020, but like he could be back in 2024 or somebody worse you know, like the uh, the governor of Florida, um, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ooh. some some fascist who's less stupid, right? <laughs> and I think that like in the future we should start thinking about like what are we gonna do to not be like killed in America's crystal knock? Like <laughs> if if fascism does happen, because what the Republicans are doing really is fascism with mm-hmm. their like voter rights stuff, with trying to take away people's right to a speedy trial. 
um, for immigration purposes with DHS, like the with fucking vans and yeah. stuff and passing Oregon. laws to limit um, protests and assembly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like actual no shit black shirt with stuff. Mm-hmm. Trump's so I think political should... identification card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think I think that at some point we should probably do an episode on like, okay, how to blend in if fascism happens and like, you know, skip the first wave of black bags so that you can resist safely. Because mm-hmm. um, like, I know if Trump wins in 2024, like, I might not want to do this anymore. <laughs> like I might want to suddenly convert and be a mega pastor and find a way to like be subversive with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, category five provides four new model policies for dealing with prayer in public settings, three for public school settings and one for municipal settings, such as city council meetings. And these are basically trying to like, avoid the prohibition of religious expressions at schools Mm -hmm. Um, and instead like basically create a carve out for individuals who are not representatives of government to give prayers at government functions and try and like sidestep the constitutionality of that being an endorsement of religion by a government source. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, even in that case, you got the stuff that was going on with the satanic temple where they were trying to give an an invocation, Mm -hmm. but they were said, nope, we're going to stop doing this. And then all of a sudden they started doing it again. It's like, no, you just, you only want Christian prayer, right? That's that's what we're getting at here. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And then going into a little bit more detail, um, we've got uh, the actual new bills that were published in the uh, Project Blitz playbook. There's the uh, Ten Commandments Display Act, which encourages the display of the biblical Ten Commandments in public buildings. I can't imagine any of those wouldn't get struck down at like a district court level. Um, A proclamation of call to prayer for America Day based on a memorial adopted by the new uh, New Mexico House of Representatives for the purpose of calling the nation back to prayer and the need for America to turn back to God in prayer, not for a single day or month, but to pray without ceasing, which is just gross. Like for um, eternity? Super gross. I, I just, I would like, I would like them to set some definite terms on whether their prayers are being answered or not. Right. Give me yeah. a time frame have everybody pray for the same thing in the same way to the same God for the same length of time. And at the end of that time, let's test and see if anything was actually done because well, they're actually doing this on August 12th. I think, <laughs> yeah, the prayer to end atheism. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a, I'm pretty sure that's a satire or a pie. I, yeah. I think so too, yeah. but it's still funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. They've got a student prayer certification act, which would require school districts to certify that they are in compliance with federal law regarding student prayer. Yeah. Federal Um, law. You're not allowed to do it on fucking campus. Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, public K-12 personnel protection act would indemnify teachers and staff from lawsuits if they violate the law with regard to school prayer, (laughs) which is basically them trying to push the costs of litigation um, against teachers who lead student prayer mm-hmm. onto um, the school district rather than the teacher in violation. Yeah, they're yeah, trying that's to that's a finance move. Yeah, it's it's a way to let the teacher violate the fucking law without getting in trouble. Well, it's like well, no, I mean they will still get in trouble. What they're trying to do is make it but so that not they financial don't have to fundraise. Trouble, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, they've 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 basically taken the page out of the 
police officer's handbook that says that if mm-hmm. a police officer acts irresponsibly and mm-hmm. and harms or kills somebody, they can't be held personally liable. Yeah. Right. Qualified immunity. Yeah. 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 They've, they're, they've taken qualified immunity and are trying to extend that to teachers so that they can break the fucking law legally. Mm-hmm. There is a Preserving Religious Freedom in School Act, a broad assertion of rights of religious expression by students and school employees based on bills introduced in several states uh, in recent years. And this is also that thing where it's like, well, our freedom of religion is to express ourselves, yada, 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 which is like you can you can have a silent prayer at your lunch table for your little yeah. you know chicken nugs, mm-hmm. but like you can't lead an entire class in prayer. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't even be leading an entire class or, in the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. Shit. Or you, you shouldn't be reading your Bible during math class. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Parental Library Review Board Act, um, which is just conservative cancel culture, um, it would empower elected uh, elected panels over every library in the state. They would have the power to block or remove materials and events that they deem to be age inappropriate in manners of sexuality and gender identity. Uh, Potential criminal penalties would exist for failure to comply um, or a fine or up to a year in jail for librarians uh, and defunding the library by the state. That's so it's pretty much they're making their own like this is rated PG so kids can read it. This one's PG thirteen so the high schoolers can read it, and this is R so it can't be in there. Mm-hmm. That's that's super fashy. That's that's a yeah. whole lot of fascism going on right there. Yeah, yeah. I I can't help but think of the book burning in Indiana yeah. Jones three. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, starting our hate mail, the best Indiana Jones movie. Um. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> It oh. was. It had everything. It was way better than the. It had Nazis. He punched a Nazi. Yeah. Uh huh. That whole that whole thing where he went into the Italian catacombs. Don't worry, rats Taylor. And gasoline water. Taylor, I will save you. <laughs> Crystal Skull was the best one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why did I say that? Aliens. I don't. I don't remember there being an Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. There were only three movies. <laughs> yeah, Chris, because Crystal Skull was shit. Um, okay, finally, uh, or not finally, penultimately, there was a Parental Review and Consent for Sex Education Participation Act, which requires parental review of and consent for their minor children's participation in public school system sex education programs. Wasn't that like the first episode of King of the Hill? Probably. <laughs> I think like I literally think that that was either episode one or two of King of the Hill. Um, where like fucking everybody kept losing their minds about the kids doing sex ed. And so only like Peggy Hill was willing to do the class. And then none of the parents signed the permission slip. So it was her teaching her son mm-hmm. sex ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, there's a campus. Uh, free Speech Act, which is based on a Wisconsin State Assembly Free Speech Act. Um, it was drafted uh, or modeled by a Goldwater Institute bill. Um, and basically what it does is it is attempting to basically suspend students who perform any sort of protests 
against like speakers invited onto campus. So if Turning Points USA were to invite the, you know, Hitler would have been fine if he had just stuck to his own country, Candace yeah. Owens, to speak on their campus and mm-hmm. students protested against that. Mm-hmm. The bill would require a university to suspend those students for a semester. Um, but, but because they love their free speech. speech. Yeah. I was just going to say they don't, they don't really care about free speech. They care about their own right yeah. to say whatever they want without consequence. That's it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Gaslight obstruct project. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't want to ensure the right of other people to use their free speech to counter the free speech that yeah. is viewed as harmful and demeaning. They just want to be able to say whatever the fuck they want without consequence. I don't want you to use your free speech to, to speak against the propaganda we're spewing. Don't cancel yeah. culture me, bro. There's, there's an old, old comic um, from like the early two thousands where there's this priest um, and they, they're holding a cross and they're slapping someone, you know, and, and saying, uh, you know, harlot vixen, uh, you know, sinner. Right. And they just keep slapping this person. The person grabs the cross and start, you know, goes to swing at the priest. And the priest says, now, hang on. What about my freedom of speech? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, old. I think that's a newspaper cartoon initially. Or mm-hmm. was like in the New Yorker or something, maybe? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, so that's Project Blitz. Um, if you go to blitzwatch.org, that's B-L-I-T-Z, watch.org. Um, they've actually got this really cool table. Uh, like two or three scrolls down the page, down the main page that looks at which of these bills were passed in how many states and how many of them were proposed. So like 50 some odd of these bills were proposed in states, but only eight of them passed in 2020, which is probably because of COVID. But like more of them have been ramping up. Um, I've been meaning to do a comparison of the model legislation of anti-trans stuff against the anti-trans bills that have actually passed in states to see to what degree those um, anti-trans bills are modeled after the bills in the uh, uh, Blitz Watch stuff or the Project Blitz stuff now that it's leaked. But I've just been too exhausted. Um, So it's something that you'll probably see an episode on in the future. Um, But that is what those people have been up to lately. Hi, this is Justin Schieber, formerly of the Reasonable Doubts podcast and currently of Real Atheology, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. Oh, here she is. Right. Go on. If you're atheist... I am. ...and you don't believe in an afterlife... I don't. If you don't believe in heaven and hell and all that, Mm. why don't you just go around raping and murdering as much as you want? I do. What? I do go around raping and murdering as much as I want, which is not at all. Because he's got a conscience. But if death is just the end, what's the point? What's the point in what? Living. Might as well just kill yourself. So if you're watching a movie and you're really enjoying it, someone with Kevin Hart in. Yeah. And someone points out that this will end eventually, do you just go, oh, forget it then. What's the point? And just turn it off? No, because I can watch it again. Well, I think life is precious because you can't watch it again. I mean, you can believe in an afterlife if that makes you feel better doesn't mean it's true but once you realize you're not going to be around forever i think that's what makes life so magical one day you'll eat your last meal smell your last flower hug your friend for the very last time you might not know it's the last time so that's why you should do everything you love with passion you know treasure the few years you've got because that's all there is i watched ride along two five times Well, you haven't wasted your life then.
Definitely not, no. Love Kevin Hart. Yeah. Everything about him. His humour, his comedy, his films. Comedy films, mainly. Mainly, yeah. Yeah, whatever gets you through. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming over. Pleasure. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! All right, and welcome back to this rapidly sinking ship. Um, I will <laughs> attempt Are you talking to about America? My, <laughs> I'm going to attempt to keep my shit together long enough to tell you guys um, <laughs> that the Department of Homeland Security has warned state and local authorities Friday about an increase for calls for violence online tied to election-related conspiracy theories. Um, I haven't been able to read the report myself uh, because nobody's leaked it yet, but the DHS has issued a public safety notification to law enforcement throughout the U.S. Um, basically, the DHS has finally learned to like watch Gab and Parler and shit like that, mm-hmm. and that Trump supporters are increasingly calling for violence to reinstate President, uh, former President Trump. Um, so Which is I good. Kinda... Like, I'm glad that they're finally learning their lesson there. Um, apparently, uh, semi-reformed crackhead uh, Mike uh, Lind- Lindell. Mike Lindell. Lind- pillow guy. Yeah, the pillow dude. Um, uh, whose pillows suck. Um, <laughs> well, when you're high on cocaine, everything is comfy. Dude, yeah, this, I, I remember when he first came on the scene with the my pillow shit and in watching his commercials, how he hung the crucifix out of his button his, his button-down shirt, he would make it a point to have his crucifix hanging out of his shirt on his commercials, and I'm like, this guy's a fucking dickhead. I don't like anything <laughs> about him. What's I don't like anything about what's going on here. Fuck this guy. Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, years Extreme later, he's, signaling. Yeah, years later, he's come out as this lunatic right-wing fringe dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may have stopped the meth, but the meth ain't stopped him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, according to his pipe dreams, Trump will be reinstated August 13th. Um, more than happy to put bets on that. Three oh, to yeah. one odds. Um, ten to one odds. Fuck it. Let me make some money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you conservatives aren't good for it. You're all about to lose your jobs because you won't get the vaccine. Um, so anyway, uh, the DHS said that the uh, the assessment of the current threat environment is similar to situations in 2020 and 2021 that manifested in acts of violence and destructive behavior by individuals and groups, including the 6th January 2021 breach of the U S Capitol. Um, so there's, there's a couple of different events that are having kind of a confluence right now. One, uh, Mike Lindell is like creating yet another grift, uh, saying that any day now, uh, Jesus will return. I mean, Trump will be back in office. Um, and in addition, uh, one of Trump's former campaign officials, uh, Matt Brainerd, was on Steve Bannon, a uh, friend of the show, Steve Bannon's podcast last week. Um, and they are forming a protest called Justice for J6, which is meant to be a protest in support of the terrorists who invaded the Capitol on January 6th. Um, according to Brainerd, as we continue to raise the profiles of these individuals who have been arrested, it makes it harder and harder for the left's phony narrative about the insurrection uh, insurrection to stick. We're going to push back on the phony narrative that there was an insurrection. 
Um, the phony narrative. What yes. What about the events of January 6th that are being reported by the left are phony? Well, most people there were being nice. It looked like a regular yeah, they were tourist egged thing. on by the police, yeah. according to Brainerd. I'm um, not saying that they were there to destroy things or harm people. It was, it was. Look, I mean, they were there, and and it looked like a peaceful assembly of. If you didn't know any better, you would think they were just tourists there. Yeah, I, I, I was looking at the building, then I looked away, then I looked back, and all of a sudden the windows were open, so I went in. Mm-hmm. So notably, kind of concerning, um, Rep. Um, Madison Cawthorn. Mm-hmm. Um, about whom I'm still trying to develop some good politically correct jokes. Um, uh-huh. Uh, I know that feeling. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Like, for example, I would love to call him spineless, but you know, um, <laughs> that might be politically correct. I, yeah, he does have a spine. Um, anyway, so whatever i don't care he's a shitbag i'm gonna make fun of shitbags even if it's ableist because mm. you know shitbags way of the right to be treated right mm. um uh he posted and then deleted a clip uh on twitter where he was meeting with other individuals associated with trump and claiming to be cabinet members um which does give some indication that like Trump is forming a sort of like shadow government. Mm-hmm. Now, the degree to which this is like cosplay and some new form of grift or like a legitimate attempt to try and create some sort of like know, confederacy. Uh, I don't know. And I need to dig in more on like, I don't know. Trump fascist bullshit to try and figure out what they're calling this. I think you can just Google uh, that Trump fascist bullshit and you and it'll yeah. run into all kinds of stuff. Yeah. See, the problem is, is that there was like a small cottage mill started up with all that stuff. I've got a whole bunch of books with red spines on my shelf that like every journalist and their dog wanted to publish an anti-Trump book. Mm-hmm. And so it's made it surprisingly difficult now to search things like Trump fascist bullshit and get like, deeper results than just that Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i'm i'm gonna have to like talk to people and and dig into like gab or parlor or some shit and see like the degree of seriousness that they're treating this and then also figure out the degree to which they're using like strategic irony to cloud that Mm -hmm. um but yeah so it looks like in september these guys are going to attempt to protest on the west lawn of the capitol um and Trump told them to go there and quote fight much harder. So hmm. harder know, than different. what, Mister Trump? Like harder yeah. than we did then on January sixth? Yeah, right. We're we're proud boys. We're staging guns in hotel rooms and shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't Putting know. Pipe bombs outside the DNC headquarters. There. Mm-hmm. I just hope that the uh, National Guard um, is actually deployed in real time this time. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. Uh, I think they will this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to more testimony and more discovery through the uh through the House committee that is investigating January 6th. Yeah. And and it would be great if they eventually do subpoena people like Trump and Mark Meadows and Bannon and Steve Miller, all of these Trump acolytes who were probably present with him in the room as from all of reporting, he's gleefully watching the events unfold on television and doing fuck all to stop it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I, 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 I'd seen the report where Capitol police officers were told not to bring more of their less lethal options, like the, the stun grenades and that their riot shields that they were given had been improperly stored inside of a trailer. So that's why they broke and cracked so easily and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was like, you knew what was coming, but you made them ill-prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and increasingly reports are showing that like, it was in fact an attempted coup, like yeah. them mm-hmm. being ill-prepared was, was part uh, of on the purpose. Plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see people like fucking Tuberville out of uh, uh, Arizona and Tommy. Gosar, or sorry, Tuberville out of fucking Bama and Gosar out of Arizona, mm-hmm. like getting arrested for deliberately delaying the proceedings in order to give the mob time to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it very much looks like that's what happened because those individuals met with Trump officials ahead of time, um, like to plan that out. And if I can see some folks like that, getting arrested or proud boys getting cuffed at the Capitol in Mm. September. Like I'm going to get tennis elbow, man. (laughs) (laughs) Going to get for everyone at home. He wasn't playing tennis there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There was, there was an up and down motion with a fist somewhere, somewhere near his abdomen midsection area. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, I will, I will delight. Yeah, I will delight in in things like that happening, seeing some actual consequences for the things these people are doing to, without any hint of hyperbole, actually destroy this country and and remake it in what they want it to be, which mm-hmm. is fucking terrifying. If, I mean, my, my only fear is that these guys in September will show up actually armed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and so my only fear is not that. Um, my only fear is that in 2022 and 2024, as Christian Cinema and um, fucking what's his nuts, Matt um, Gates Mansion, right, have have deliberately oh. prevented Democrats from getting more done in the Senate. Mm. Uh, you know that voter enthusiasm will be down, and like it's important to know that like the beer hall putsch happened in what 1924. And then mm-hmm. Hitler came to power in 1933, 19, 1934. Mm-hmm. No, he was late 20s, I thought. No, he. it was the 1930s that, that he was finally... Oh, yeah, yeah, 30s. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yep, I'm, yep. Uh, yep, yep, you're right. You're good. Um, and so, like, we need to remember that, like, yeah, Democrats can be disappointing, right? Because the Democrats have to be a big tent party because the Republicans are proto-fascists. So basically, anyone to the left of proto-fascist uh, has to be in one big tent party because game theory dictates that like you can only have two people competing for 51%, right? That's just yeah. how it is. Um, yeah. That's how math works, right? Competition over a limited resource narrows things down to two parties. That's just how it is. There's no getting around that without rewriting our constitution to have a uh, direct democracy. Uh, what, what's it called? A fucking parliamentary system. I'm sorry. I brain farted mm. the word. Mm. Anyway, all that shit being said, go fucking vote in 2022 go fucking vote in 2024 even if the democrats disappoint you they are better than literal fucking fascists Mm -hmm. go vote Mm -hmm. like make sure you're registered to vote now if you live in a red state make sure you're still registered to vote because of the bullshit that the uh fucking conservatives are doing um make sure you've got a real id because that's you know if they pass a voter id law like you're gonna want to have the right one Go fucking vote when it's your time to vote. And we're going to hammer this home over the next three fucking years. 
Like it's just oh, fucking. Yeah. It's what you have to do now. You, mm-hmm. you don't get to relax. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been hammering this for the last five years. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and way too many people seem to think that you know staving off Trump being reelected was the end of it. That's that's all we needed to do. Now we're safe. Everything no. is going to be okay. And it's not. That's yeah. That's that was the first step in a long road of a lot of fucking work we have got to put in still mm-hmm. to keep people like Trump and his acolytes out of power and away from those levers of government where they can provide themselves with more power that does not represent the vast bulk of the rest of the country. They're a loud minority of people who want to do awful things to other people. And and they want to take away your right to vote or discourage you from voting mm-hmm. so that despite the fact that there are less of them, they win elections because you don't show up. If, if you are like a democratic socialist, if you are a left-leaning libertarian, right, which exists, right, mm-hmm. you know, anarchy branches, Green Party, like whatever, whatever the fuck, right? If you are disappointed that our left-leaning party is basically a center-right party, I fucking get it, man. But like incrementalism, you know, work with what you've got. It's better than literal fucking fascists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that and that's our show on that upbeat note. I'll <laughs> 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 wrap things up oh. for us today. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And I'll, before we go, though, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because they help keep the show going. That would be two skeptical chaps. Alan Firth. Don't be a Richard. Hunter Grin. John McCullough. Ollie Olson. Schneid Duffy. Steve Kuno. Steven Andrus. Tiffany Hudson. Vanessa. All hail Peanuth Butra. The guy that asks questions before he finishes the show. The literal Christian devil. Corey Ebert. Oh. Jeff Peterson. Jeremy Goodson. Megan Mitchell. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Freethinker215. Matthew Sanders. Chad Pryor. Janet Uter. Purple Dragon. Savita Kuna. Tim Jacobson. Trisha Weir. A noble spirit and biggins the smallest man. A perfectly cromulent statement. That's see, he's got it down. Yeah, it's, it's like, perfect. Perfect. Done. Well done. Tongue sir. Twister. Well, <laughs> well, well done. Thank you. Ted Sellen. Sarah Segovia. James. Thank you all so very much. If you, dear listener, would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode for early episodes, bonus episodes, extended episodes, extended outtakes, all kinds of fun stuff that happen here and there throughout different episodes and, and what we do each week. If Patreon is not your thing, you can also send us money through PayPal at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. And we would really, really appreciate it if you would like, subscribe, share our shows all over the place for other people to listen if they would like to. Let your let your friends know that we're doing some fun things over here, some interesting things, some things that you can hopefully learn from and are entertained by as well. That's all I've got. I... I am going to go do some things around the house that I've not been able to do for a little bit because of all of the other stuff going on. I'm going to take a nap. Oh, that sounds sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm going to take a nap and then try and finish reading invisible. So. Well, cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks fellas. We'll uh, chat at you next week. 
All out. Does that does that make a big difference at all? No. Well, that one's a condenser too, so it's probably still picking up all the background yeah. noise. Also. Well, fuck you, you cunt. <laughs> I burped. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I burped too when Ryan was talking earlier. I was like, oh shit, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I still haven't had to take a coffee shit since I came home, so that's another worry. Hang on. Cut. Like, just cut. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I read this and it made sense, and now I'm reading it again and it makes no goddamn sense. Don't worry about it. You don't need to know. That's, that's Alex Jones. What, <laughs> how does Rush Limbaugh sound? Can't remember. He's fucking dead. Why, I don't um, these people. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm a certified genius. I'll think for you. <laughs>